Welcome to How She Creates. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Lauren. And we're here to take you behind the scenes with all your favorite artists to learn how they create. We'll discuss creativity, tips, tools, inspiration, and life as an artist. We hope these conversations leave you encouraged to make more stuff and share it with the world. Raise your hand if you've ever written something down and five minutes later, you had no idea what it said because your handwriting was so bad. Oh my gosh, both my hands are risen way up. (laughs) Mine too, and your handwriting's way better than mine. (laughs) That is why I'm so excited that we spoke to these three ladies today because they proved that your handwriting doesn't need to be exceptional in order to make beautiful art out of words. Absolutely. So today, Kaylee is interviewing Chance Dufty, Christine Heron, and Jasmine Jones about hand lettering. They are such amazing artists, and I had such a great chat with them. And what I love the most about all three of them is how different their styles are and how different their backgrounds and lettering are and how all of that influences the art that they make. Absolutely. And so in this episode, they're going to share their stories of how they got started and who learned from who within this group. They share their favorite lettering supplies, their best tips for beginners, and all kinds of great resources for you. It is going to be an awesome episode because of how awesome they are. And we're going to be back at the end with more ways to follow them. What you might want to do really quickly is go over to Instagram and follow them and take a scroll through their recent post to see some of their lettering so that you have a better idea of what we're talking about um, as we're referencing it. So you can connect with them on Instagram at Chances Corner at Christine.Heron and that's spelled H-E-R-R-I-N and at Jasmine Nora. Yeah, and it's really cool if you're looking at their styles and then while you're listening to them also, if you want to get a pen and paper and just start lettering what they're saying, even if you think you can't letter. I was busy writing show notes while listening to them and my handwriting completely leveled up and looked absolutely gorgeous just because I was listening to them. So you should try that. Absolutely. And we'll meet you right back here after the interview to tell you more about each artist and how you can connect with them. With me is Chance, Christine, and Jasmine. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Could you tell us a little bit more about yourself and how you got to lettering in a very condensed paragraph? So my name is Christine. Um, I grew up in Manila, and I currently live in San Francisco. And I'm a graphic designer. And um, <clears throat> how I got started with lettering... I'd say as in grad school, which was um, a couple of years ago when um, I had a project, I had a professor who loved to say, if you want something that looks handwritten, he's like, if you use a font, I will kill you. He's like, that is not the way we do it. We write it out. If you're looking for that effect, you write it out. And so I had done that for one project. And then I realized that, you know, growing up, I had... I was always a class secretary because I had the best handwriting out of everyone. And I realized I loved that bringing that handmade aspect into a lot of the graphic design work that I did in school. And sooner, soon it kind of evolved into my style. Um, people would, my classmates would know that it was my work if it had like something handwritten on it or, you know, a title in like brush script. And so that's kind of how it evolved. And I realized, yeah, I think I'm going to embrace this as my look for a lot of the graphic design work that I do. And so I started posting on Instagram and I enjoyed it and people liked it too. And so that's where, that's how it got me to, you know, doing a lot of these lettering stuff. So that's how I got into lettering in like 10 sentences. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I feel like I need to thank that professor of yours. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) And what about you, Chance? I'm Chance. I'm 22. Uh, I'm currently living in Wales, but hopefully one day we'll escape because it's awful here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I got started in lettering, well, just in January, really, but I dabbled a bit before then because I've been inspired by 
lots of letters, mainly through Studio Calco, where Jasmine has done a lot of her writing, and she's one of the inspirations that I have. So that's pretty awesome that I'm talking about right now. So yeah, there's that. But yeah, I really just started because I was so inspired by so many of the people I was seeing on Instagram, and I just decided to start, and I'm loving it. So yeah, just going to see where it takes me. That's awesome. Oh, okay. And now you, Jasmine. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jasmine Jones. Um, I'm a graphic designer for Studio Calico, and we are a paper crafting company that sells a lot of scrapbook products, and um, I get to design a lot of those products for work. Um, I feel like my experience with hand lettering has been very long, and it kind of was almost accidental because... It probably started back when I was in college and I just got a job at a grocery store and um, I looked for the most creative position at the grocery store and that was like hand lettering all the advertising signs. And so I started doing that there and um, that's when I probably started to care about what my lettering looked about looked like. And that was probably like 2005. So that was a while ago. Um, and then I ended up getting a job after that working for a company that made chalkboard menus for restaurants. And so I had a full-time job just writing out menu boards and illustrating the, the food on the menus. And I really loved that job. It was really fun. Um, and I did that for about two years and then ended up doing some freelance where I was doing like freelance design and chalkboard art for other people. And then, um, got on Instagram and noticed the community of hand lettering artists on there and got really inspired by that. And, um, I think that was like the first time that I was like, Oh, people actually care about hand lettering. I'm not just like randomly doing this in a weird way. It was like, there was actually a focus and it caused me to, to be more intentional with it. And so I started posting a lot on Instagram and, um, actually that's how I ended up getting a job at Studio Calico because I became friends with Matthew Taylor Wilson, who was a graphic designer at Studio Calico. And, um, one day I posted something about looking for work and he said, well, you should apply at Studio Calico. And so I did. And then, um, I didn't hear anything back. And meanwhile, I moved across the country and it was six months later. Um, I ended up getting an email from them asking me if I wanted to interview and I ended up getting the job. So I moved back across the country <laughs> and, <laughs> um, I've been here in Kentucky, uh, USA for, uh, two years now working for them. I love how different oil stories are. <laughs> do you think that um, your creative journey, do you think it started with lettering or did it start way before then? My, I would say mine started way before then. I've always been an artist since I was young. So I, I never really even thought of hand lettering as being the focus for a long time. It was always art for me. And then they both kind of work hand in hand for me now. I have a, a background in um, magazine publishing. So when I lived in Manila, um, I was creative editor at this mag magazine publishing company. And yeah, so it was a lot of graphic design. But if, even if we go, if we go even before that, um, I actually have a degree in history. So I am a history major and I've always done design on the side because while I was growing up in Manila, there was no graphic design. Like it was not something that was in school it was always like art and painting and so design was always something I taught myself and would do on the side and when I got out of college I worked at that magazine publishing company and it's like I had the design skills based on what I was teaching myself on the side so that was how I got started there and so lettering was lettering only came in maybe yeah like for three, f three, four years ago, when, as I said, like in grad school, I was trying to find a way to stand out and because everyone is using the same fonts, whatever trendy fonts are out there. And I'm like, how do I, you know, make my work stand out? And so that's how I, yeah, it didn't start with lettering for me. What about you, Chance? No, it didn't start just with lettering either for me. I mean, before that, it was project life and scrapbooking and mm. that took over for a big part of my life. But even before that, I've always had a really 
big love for art and I did uh, GCSE art and stuff like that in school and just always been drawing and painting and doing things like that but now I found lettering is something I've become more serious about than anything else that I've really picked up on and out of all the hobbies it's really something that I want to continue to see if I can take somewhere more than just a hobby. Mm. Do you think yeah. that your lettering adds something more of you into your into your documenting? Yeah, definitely. I like to combine both aspects as much as I possibly can now that I'm doing it. I always loved adding the really nice lettering cards that you would get in Studio Calico kits. They were always the ones I would like hoard for as long as possible. <laughs> and then I'd like eventually end up using them on like something amazing. But now I can just like make my own whenever I feel like I want something a bit more special. So that's nice. Um, I think for me, the weird thing is um, I I went through a time where I would letter a lot of um, freebies for Project Life and I would rarely use them in my actual like layouts, which is I, I felt like it was weird for me to be like, I made this card and I'm putting it in my layout, um, <laughs> which is weird. Um, so a lot of my actually I have to catch up with project life because 2016 let's not talk about (laughs) yeah (laughs) but um yeah i rarely use my own cards but i always incorporate my handwriting somehow Mm. some way like instead i don't i rarely print out journaling i always write it out just because i want to preserve that part of it Jasmine, do you use your own studio um, I love Project Life, but I don't have a ton of time to do it. And it's like on my list of hobbies, it like kind of falls below some of like design yeah. and all that. And so a lot of times I don't get to it and it makes me sad. But um, it is kind of neat whenever I do get a chance to do that because I can like use cards that I've hand lettered for Studio Calico and use those in my albums. But it's kind of the same way where... Sometimes I don't end up using things that I've done, but it is, it's really neat to be able to, to see my lettering already done whenever I go to put my, my album together. Yeah. You were clever with that, (laughs) you know, like get like a high quality card and then you can just use your own stuff whenever you want. Yeah. So what would you say that your definition of lettering is? Because I know that all three of you have really different styles and I love that so much. Um, And there's a lot of different lettering that I'm seeing on Pinterest and on Instagram. Um, So what is lettering? Like, what does it include? Words written by things. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best description, a very broad description, but... (laughs) Anything really, kind of, with the, so many styles popping up, and you see so many different people trying different things that you don't think of yourself. You think, "Wow!" So yeah, it really can't be anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I like to say that my lettering is <laughs> a version of my handwriting done with prettier tools. Because um, I remember when I first got started. And, you know, living in San Francisco, I mean, Jessica Hish lives here. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so I've been to so many events where she was there. And I was like, yes, this is like, this is amazing. I want to do this. And I I would try to draw out letters. And I'm like, this does not work because <laughs> I feel like I can't draw. So um, I, I like to joke that I cheat by just like writing things out in my own handwriting and I think in the beginning, I didn't think that was lettering because it was just me writing things out. And I went to a, calligra- a local calligraphy class with um, this this woman who teaches calligraphy. And I mean, as fellow letters, you know that <clears throat> how calligraphy works is if you're doing it in a specific style, a letter will always look the same. So it's like this is what a copper plate C will look like um, across the board if you teach to anyone like they have to write it with these specific loops and what she did was she'd say okay guys um this is how i'm gonna teach you calligraphy it's this is how you use the nib and the ink but if you write your c's with specific like different i mean everyone writes their natural like 
they, they have different loops or they have different ways of writing it. She's like, just go ahead and write it how you would write it. Use your loops uh, however you would or how you, you know, loop your G or whatever. And so for me, that gave me permission to really experiment with like, oh, okay. So if I want to play with a nib, I don't have to write it the way, you know, calligraphy is supposed to be. Like I can play with this tool. And so that got me started playing with the tools, but using my own handwriting instead of, um, you know, sketching out letters like, um, like Jessica Hish or Mary Kate McDevitt. Um, oh my gosh. I met her at a conference a few days ago and I totally fangirled. I was like, <laughs> hi, Mary Kate, uh, your work got me so inspired. I was like, oh, keep it together. But, um, <laughs> uh, but I was also telling her like, uh, when I got started, like I didn't have, I think I was just not patient enough to practice sketching all these letters because they they are amazing. And I told her like I don't even know where to draw the shadows, so <laughs> I'm gonna stick to the tools and write writing it in my own handwriting. And I think that's my definition of lettering. That's interesting to hear you say that because um, <laughs> for me, because I have really bad handwriting, uh, <laughs> I always thought of hand lettering, like the approach that I take to it is much different than handwriting because when I'm handwriting, I'm just kind of scribbling out notes on paper. But when it comes to lettering, I feel like I am actually drawing each letter out to form the word. And I'm thinking of it more methodically like as I form the letter. So it feels more like I'm drawing whenever I'm doing hand lettering. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it, like my style is more of a scripty style. So it does kind of take on the form of like handwriting. I'm not really usually drawing out like serif fonts or anything like that. So yeah, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> it is, it is definitely different for me than handwriting. Mm. So your handwriting's bad. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, I like that. I like it's that embarrassing. <laughs> Gives hope to all of us. <laughs> what, what about you, other guys? How's your handwriting? Mine's not the best, but it's not the worst. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, mine is. So mine is tiny. I don't know if you can see it, but it's like Ooh. that. That's what my handwriting. Looks oh, we need. Like. You need Cute. to like scan that it's in t- so I can yeah, add it to the show notes. <laughs> it's well, I was the class secretary for a long time, so I was just like, yeah, tiny. I really like the idea that that you don't need to have incredible handwriting to be able to make art with words. Mm-hmm. I think oh, that makes me happy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, how did you go from sucky or average handwriting to? Yeah, works of art that you guys are creating. With lettering, um, for sure, my first attempts were horrible, especially because I was trying to like emulate this style. Like with Mary Kate, I was like, oh, I want to draw letters like her and like do all these like big compositions. And, you know, I couldn't, obviously, I couldn't like just dive in and do it as amazing as she does. And I'm kind of a perfectionist. Um, and, I think what helped me the most was this 30-day project I did on Instagram uh, last year. Or is it a, a year ago? Uh, two years ago? I don't remember now. But I just committed to 30 days of lettering. And it was just like me slapping on a quote on top of photos. And it really... I, I like to compare the first one with the last one. And even if I look back on the last one right now and I'm like, like this style is, but there was a visible like improvement and I have to take my own advice because I know that it all really just comes from practice and Mm. just like committing to doing a lot of it. Cause the more work you do, the easier it gets. And I think, yeah, I mean, there's more, you have more, um, like compositions in your head, like, oh, I've done something that goes like this or, you know, it's easier to do. But I wouldn't say like my style evolves so much, I think, because it is based on my handwriting. So I like to switch things up a lot. And yeah, it's that's how I I think I got to a point where I'm like, yeah, I think I kind of like this lettering thing <laughs> was after that project, because before that it was just uh, I'm just going to write this out and, you know, slap it on. And so I got a little more intentional after that project. I was like, this could be a thing. This could be a thing. 
So. Yeah. And every, like every day in the 30 days, were you happy to do it? Um, I'd say most of the time it was, oh no, it's, it's like, what time is it? I haven't posted anything and, oh, I have no time. I'll just like scribble it on this post-it and take a picture of this post-it somewhere. And so that was, um, but I was happy that I finished it because mm -hmm. I've had, I have had a project that I didn't finish just because I was like, okay, I'm done. Like hundred days of postcard. I think it's like 55 <laughs> days of postcards. <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> so yeah, I was pretty happy doing it. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. What about you, Jasmine? I know practice isn't the sexiest answer, but I feel like it's definitely the truth. Like you just have to keep doing it over and over again. Um, I think that, and then just studying other people's work that you admire really helps you understand like what good lettering is and what you're hoping to achieve from starting out, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, It, it's a it's a process. I think I think once you um, understand kind of the rules of hand lettering, as far as like if you're doing like a scripty font, like where the downstrokes should be thicker and like the upstrokes should be like a center line, you know, kind of to mirror like traditional calligraphy. I think having a good knowledge of that is is a good good idea to learn that, even if you don't end up sticking to that 100%, like even if you kind of make it your own style afterwards, um, it's good to know the basics of it if you want to get better. Yeah, I would definitely agree with, well, both of, like Christine and Jasmine both said, it was spot on. Practice is everything with letter and like just every day try and do a little something. If you can't, don't beat yourself up about it, definitely, because I have probably took a break for like the last two months and not done really anything with it and that's okay <laughs> I, I'm, i'm fine with that kind of i'm i'm not gonna forget how to write i'm sure but yeah <laughs> practice is definitely an important part do you think that practicing helps you develop your own style i think with time i definitely ended up developing my own style with it um, I just wanted to do something a bit messier than usual and also like twirly and fancy because I love that kind of lettering, but it didn't seem as achievable for me as the messier brush script. So that's kind of what I wanted to go with. So I ended up just going with the flow and develop my own style as it came because I knew I wasn't ever going to achieve such fancy twirly fonts like I would love to. <laughs> But I just, I don't have that much faith in myself. <laughs> <laughs> you make something sound so, like, something so depressing sound so happy. <laughs> Christine, with it being like a version of your own handwriting. Yeah. That's kind of like built into you when you're born. Or what do you think about that? Um, I, I feel like it still evolves and mm. yeah, I would say like practicing helped me really hone in on my style. Um, and just seeing, for example, oh, the different ways that people draw their Y's and like, how can I draw my Y in a, like, it was practicing all these styles. Like, oh, I like how this looks. I like how this looks. I'll take this and this. And I think because I would say like how Jasmine says lettering is drawing letters. I think, yes, mine is kind of like that too. Even if it's my handwriting, um, there's still this intentionality of it has to fit in this thing. So I have to draw it in a specific way that the composition works for this piece. And I, if I were just to write it with my handwriting, it would just be, you know, on it. But um, yeah, I think... Um, it's still the style still evolves even if it's based on my handwriting um and i'd say my handwriting's gotten better <laughs> because of the lettering i'm like oh maybe i can there was this okay short story it's just so funny but um i think i was i went to mexico a couple of years ago and we had to fill out this boarding card or some sort of it like in customs and my aunt had brought a lot of food with her so she's like oh my gosh i hope we go through customs because they might take my food and i'm like no uh, well okay let's just 
you know, pretend we're, you know, we're fine. We're just regular people. So I gave my boarding card and the customs officer stopped me. And I was like, oh, this is it, auntie. They're going to find your food. And she just looked at my card and she's like, your writing is really nice. And I was like, oh, thank you. And I was like, okay, you're free to go. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I was like, I thought we were in trouble. And she just wanted to tell me that she liked my handwriting. I was like, I probably use those nice, like, whys for like a little boarding card. So that was funny. I was like, oh, yeah. I guess it improves. <laughs> so handwriting can save lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at least like food. Can save your stash of yeah. food. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really even know what my style was for a really long time. Like even working at Studio Calico, um, I just did lettering for them. And I'm always very experimental with like my lettering and with my art. And so it's hard for me sometimes to focus on one, one style. And, um, I remember that like one time my boss was like, well, just do it in your style. And I was like, wait, I have a style. Like, what are you even talking about? And then I was like, Oh, I guess I do. Like, I guess I do always choose the same like general type of script whenever I go to hand letter something. So I don't know. It's just a process. Mm-hmm. I like it because sometimes other people notice if we've got a style before we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And isn't that the best thing when people are like, I want to hire you for your style. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, I can do what I want. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's the best, I think. Mm. So what, do you, what are your differences when you're working on a lettering piece, when you're doing it for yourself versus when you're doing it for a client? Are you still lettering for yourself or are you just completely busy? I'd say I'm completely busy. I haven't lettered something for myself in a while. Um, maybe I should pick up my 55 days and make it 100. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been lettering a lot for other people, at least for myself. And um, let's see, how is it different? I think when I'm lettering for myself... I'm exploring new styles a lot. And with client work, a lot of it too is them referencing my old work, which is like, um, I guess I'm, I'd say I'm lucky that people will come to me and say like, Hey, I like this like postcard that you did. Can you do something with that? And so they would send me pictures of my old work and say, we want it like this. and like this. I'm like, Oh, okay. I can just write it again that way. So, and which is not a bad thing for, I mean, for me, I'm like, okay, yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. my style anyway. I love it. Um, but it's when I, it's lettering for myself that I am trying to start, uh, I mean, trying to play with styles a lot, but I haven't, honestly, haven't been doing that lately. It's all just been work for other people. Um, for me, for me, it's, I, I definitely do both a lot. Um, the difference, I guess, for me is that when people come to me for a project, they have specifics in mind and they have, you know, an idea of what they want. And so that gives me guidelines to go off of. And I actually really enjoy having those limit, those limitations to work within because um, it's like, I don't have to think about inspiration so much. And it's, it's like, I just think about how to like meet what they, what they want, want me to do. So, um, I think it is definitely a different approach because you, when you're doing it for somebody else, you also, um, have to meet a certain standard or make sure that they're happy with it. Um, and when you're doing it for yourself, like you're your own judge. So I think they're both, uh, challenging because <laughs> you can be just as hard on yourself as anybody else can. <laughs> Let's talk about tools. I'm super keen to know what what you guys use. Because obviously, if I find out what tools you use, then I just need to use those and then I'm going to be a lettering genius. <laughs> Done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, do you guys want to talk tools? Um, I, I'd say my workflow is... I only have two like really main workflows. One is analog to digital which is letter it out take a picture with a scanner app send it to my computer adjust it in photoshop um, and then vectorize it on illustrator 
which might not be the best thing, but, <laughs> um, or sometimes if I'm working to incorporate in, it into a layout, I don't even vectorize it anymore. I just, from Photoshop, I just put it in InDesign and into my graphic, des- like my design piece, whether it's like a magazine page or whatever, um, just because I like that it um, preserves the brush strokes. It looks a little more natural. Um, another workflow that I do is straight on iPad Pro. I letter it out there and it's done. So, yeah. Okay. But just follow that and... I'm <laughs> sorted. Okay. Um, you can tell me, is it... How do you pronounce it? Is it Adobe or is it Adobe? Adobe. Okay, Adobe. Yeah. But people in Paris call it Adobe. So... Okay. But people at the Adobe office call it Adobe. Okay. Because you're an Adobe creative resident. Yeah. Mm. What is that? Um, okay, so it's basically a one-year program um, that, where Adobe finds creatives to support for a whole year. Um, we get paid full-time to work on a passion project of ours. And it's not... It's It sounds glamorous, and I, it, if, honestly, it doesn't feel like real life. But a lot of it also... You know, I had to present a proposal for a project. I had to write it up. I had to say, this is all my work from the past few years. This is what I'm excited about. This is what I want to do. Um, and then I had a lot of interviews. I had to go into their office and talk to all, <laughs> I had to talk to all of these like big designers and tell them about my idea. And um, my, it's just funny. My idea is kind of centered around documenting and scrapbooking and bringing that into like a more mainstream, like I'm working on the line of products based around scrapbooking, but not really because we love scrapbooking. So we love all the little like paper and all these things, but regular people will look at that and say, I'm not creative. I don't know what to do with that. Um, that's just too much stuff. And I'm like, you can never have too much stuff. But um, um, what I wanted to do was just come up with the, these journals or um, these postcards or whatever for regular people, regular people, um, non-scrapbookers to, you know, document, to get that spirit of documenting. Because I was like, I love the idea behind documenting. And I think all of you, like, we all get it. And, um, you know, it's... I wanted to bring that to people who weren't, who felt like they weren't creative or felt like they didn't have time for it. And so I was so scared explaining that to the Adobe people. Cause I'm like, how do I explain scrapbooking? Like it's, <laughs> it's it, I was, I was kind of, uh, I don't know, but they love the idea and they love the idea of scrapbooking. And a lot of the, like these designers and some of them were guys too. They're like, yeah, I have a journal. Like I, I keep all these things from all my trips and I'm like, yes, you get it. And so, <laughs> Um, that's what my project's about and the residency goes for a whole year and you guys should apply next year. I don't know, you know, it's, it's only on its second year. It's amazing because they connect us with, uh, you know, mentors and all that. And it's just, I'm just learning tons and they throw you way out of your comfort zone. I'm an introvert and they're like, okay, so you're, you can give a talk, right? Like at this conference, I'm like, oh, kill me now, please. <laughs> so like, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, that's that's my what I'm doing now. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> Hold on a tangent there. I was so interested about the Adobe thing. Tool. Oh. Let's talk but about yeah, tools and workflow. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what about your tools, Chance? Uh, well, I use a lot of just brushes and inks. Um, most of the time I won't bother doing anything digital with my work. I'll just take a photo and throw it on Instagram because I don't do a lot of like work for other people. A lot of it is just for myself. I've done like a couple of things for other people, but not really like for like some for family members and things like that where they're not that concerned about what they're getting because they're going to love it anyway because they love you, but <laughs> you still want to try and make it nice. So, yeah, I've just basically just, if I'm doing anything in Photoshop, I'll just use Photoshop to just clean her up just a little bit. And then that's good to go for me. I don't even bother with Illustrator at the moment because I just haven't got the time. <laughs> so what, what exact paints and brushes do you use? Do you have favorites? Um, I have a lot of Windsor and Newton brushes. They're probably my favorite brand for brushes. Um usually in a size two and a one because they're like the nicest sizes for me. 
but I also like cum memory brushes. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, it's a German brand, I think. Um, they're pretty nice to their memory points, so they like retain their point better than oh. the Windsor and Newtons I found. So that's pretty nice because brushes wear out pretty fast, <laughs> and they end up like. Uh, all frayed and not very nice to use in the end which can create some nice styles but you don't always want that mm-hmm. so but I like to use um, India inks as well for when I'm lettering but I like uh, I'm not really sure what brand I'm using at the moment but I think I'm also using a different type of ink but I'm not sure what it's called <laughs> either because it's just a cheapy unbranded bottle yeah. I've got off eBay yeah <laughs> so yeah I also like to use watercolor paints. They're also very nice to use. I'm just looking around because I can see like all my stuff in my room and I'm just trying to like think what I should mention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically you can just, if you just play around and you figure out what you like. Yeah, I just like to try all sorts of things. I've got different paints and different inks and I'm just, just whatever's cheap enough to try, I'll try it because everything's so expensive otherwise. So just try anything. Awesome. What about you, Jasmine? Um, my process is very similar to Christine's. Um, I except I, I usually always uh, do it by hand and then scan it in. Um, I I do have a, a Wacom tablet that I use, um, but I don't I don't do a ton of lettering with that. I, I do like using a pen, like a real pen, for that. Um, so, and I don't do a lot of. Uh, lettering with real brushes. I mean, I do some, but I don't do like calligraphy very often with like a dip pen and I don't really use real brushes a lot. And I think I blame it on the fact that I'm left-handed and I'm really, really not good at it. Um, that's the, that's what I'm going to stick to for the reason why I'm terrible at that. But, um, I do like some like pens that have a brush tip on them. Um, Kuretake makes some really good ones. That's my favorite um, one too. Yeah, I love I love that, and I wish I could pronounce the rest of that the name of some of those pins, <laughs> but I think if you look them up, you'll probably find they're like some. I think they're Japanese pins. Uh, yeah. um, so I, I do a lot of lettering that way, and then I'll scan it in, um, clean it up, and digitize it in Illustrator, and go from there. And you also do um, a lot of uh, writing on chalkboards. I do. Yes, I have. I have a lot in my in my past. Yeah. Yeah. How's that? And, like, how's it with the different textures? Um, you know, it's not. It's not that different for me because, um, a lot of times when I do lettering, I actually draw in the that like the thicker strokes anyway. Like that's kind of the style that I do. So when I'm doing it on a chalkboard, even though I'm using like a finer point. I can still just like draw in the thicker strokes. So it ends up looking very similar. Um, I think the difference mostly is the scale. Usually chalkboards are, are a lot larger. So it, it's, if anything, it's more forgiving because you can erase it really easily. Mm. I'm curious about the chalkboards because <laughs> yeah. I, I tried it and oh, it took me like an entire day to do. Um, do, you plan, do you plan them out beforehand or do you... Like, do you create, like, you know, the lockup on, like, do you sketch it out first and then say, okay, this is what I'm going to do? Or do you look at the blank chalkboard and say, this is how I'm putting it together and you just draw it directly? Or do you stencil it out? Or how do you do it? (laughs) Um, I think I do both. I think it depends on why I'm doing it, who I'm doing it for. If I was to do it for myself, just like, because for example, at work, we have a lot of chalkboard walls and doors in our office. So in that case, like I, I hand lettered everybody's name on their door. I didn't sketch that out first, really. I just like went went to it and wrote it out. And then I have a chalkboard wall in my office and I'll just kind of freehand everything I do on there. But if I was to do it for a client, um, especially because I learned from the days when I was doing the chalkboard menus um, at my previous job, it was very uh, measured out. Like we would actually do a layout in Illustrator and just lay out the entire menu board. And yeah. we would know like every uh, word was like 
three quarters of an inch tall. And like we measured out every single uh, line of text and had it all like laid out just like it was laid out on the screen. So um, very different approach, but yeah. it ended up looking really good because like you put that much work into it. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> Okay, so I really feel like I could talk to you guys forever, but we don't have forever. So I thought it would be nice if we can end up with each of you giving three tips for someone that wants to start lettering tomorrow. Okay, um, I would say um, study other, other artists' work and find styles that you like. I would say um, try out a bunch of different supplies. Um, just take different tools, different pens. They could be different um, items that you dip in ink and try drawing with the item. Like it could be anything really. Um, but just try out different ways of doing hand lettering. And I think that'll help you see what feels most natural for you. And then I would also encourage you to take a hand lettering class because there are a lot available online that are pretty inexpensive. Um, And I think that that's a great way to learn how to do it. I actually, not to put in a plug for myself, but I actually (laughs) have taught a hand lettering class over on big picture classes. So that's one way you could learn. (laughs) I'm glad you said that because I was going to like subtly put that in there. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say number one, take Jasmine's class. (laughs) Uh, Number two, um, yeah, I, I agree. Like, look at what styles you like or what feel I guess I wouldn't say natural to you because you wouldn't know yet while you're trying them out but um to to look at the styles of letters like that you that kind of resonate with you or that you want to try and try you know drawing out letters um even if they're just you know you're copying specific letters from different styles just to kind of get a grasp of it and i'd say what helped me the most was a 30-day project um don't dive into 100 days because you know it's sometimes it sounds so glamorous like i finished all 100 days but you know day 61 you're like oh why why did i get myself in i mean if you get that far um yeah so like baby steps try a 30-day project or even like a 10-day project and just something that keeps you accountable to a lot of people and saying like, Hey, I want to try hand lettering. Like I'm going to post, like, um, don't mind me. I'm just, you know, trying this out and you'll find that with enough of doing things enough of doing, um, it'll get easier and you'll enjoy it more. I'd say. I should have gone first because now I can only really reiterate (laughs) what everyone else has said because (laughs) it's true, really. Um, Yeah, I'd say just emulate a lot of what you see on Instagram. There's so much inspiration, like taking a class is a good option, but I wouldn't say you necessarily need to do that because obviously with the social media, there's so much access out there for everyone to look at freely. So like if you can't afford a class, then that's not a be all end all situation. You can still go out there and just do it for yourself. Um, yeah, that's all I can really add, I think, because everyone's pretty much said everything I would say. Yeah, I think those are really <laughs> yeah. great tips. Yeah, it's definitely something that people can do immediately right after they've listened yeah. to this while they're listening to this <laughs> start lettering now yeah i was saying before we started talking that um i'm busy writing like notes throughout talking to you guys and there's so much like i've got so much attention on how i'm doing my handwriting <laughs> <laughs> so if you listen to this podcast and just write it's going to look better than your usual handwriting, I promise you. <laughs> Thank you so much, ladies, for talking to me. I feel like you've shared so much wisdom and so much of your amazing, I want to say talent, but it's not only talent, it's also hard work. Um, so thank you for sharing so freely and being such amazing artists and so awesome. And I feel very honored that you that I got to speak to you today. Oh, well, thanks for having yes. us. It's this a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> this is great.
Yeah, you guys are awesome. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> so I'm far like, out of my comfort zone, but so great anyway. So thanks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, out of my comfort zone too. <laughs> thanks, ladies. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 I was so excited for this episode because like I said in the beginning, I have such bad handwriting. So I was so interested to hear what their tips were. And I love how first I loved how Christine admitted that she could not follow through on a hundred day project because I loved her hundred days of postcards. They were so, so cool. Um, But so I like that she said that that was too big. That was too much to follow through on. And so she said to set a smaller goal because I know that if I worked every day for 30 days that my lettering would would be much better. Exactly. And you don't have to, you know, you don't have to, you're not starting from an amazing place. You're starting from exactly where you are. And then at the end of the 30 days, you only are going to be better. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I tend to learn better from necessity. And so, you know, recently I was working on something and I knew the exact quote that I wanted to hand letter. But like I said, I'm bad at hand lettering and I have sat down multiple times and tried to get better at it. But it's just too big of a thing to do at one time. So I got my quote and I just wrote that one quote over and over and over for days. And so at the end of a few days, I was able to do it pretty well, well enough to go on my finished art piece that I was okay with. Um, you know, so if you just practice the one thing that you want to get good at for right now, I think it'll eventually improve your whole alphabet. Um, so I think that for me is a good tip. So I might try that. What I really liked is when Jasmine spoke about how you start with learning the basics. And then once you know the basics of lettering, that you can go from there and you can make it into exactly what you like and your style and your own creative way so that, you know, you've always got something to fall back on kind of, you know, it's, it's a lot less intimidating if you can copy exactly the basics. So maybe you're doing calligraphy, then you know exactly an A goes like this. And then once you're quite good at doing the basics, then you can say, well, maybe I want my A to have like a squirrely thing on the end. And then it looks more like you. I really like that. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think that's the whole thing everyone always talks about with finding their style. Well, you can't start with a style. You have to start at the beginning. And then once you've mastered that, then you can add those flourishes and those extra things that make it your style. Yeah, exactly. And if you're following people on Instagram that are letterers, like these amazing three people is a very good way, good place to start. Um, Then you can see, oh, I see like Chance does her is this way so you just like copy that exactly and then once you've got the feeling of making the a in that way you know then it's more natural and then it's easier and it's not so intimidating absolutely i totally agree they had some really good tips and really good ideas and i really i also really loved that um chance had just started learning less than a year ago and she's already improved so much because she practices yeah 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 So I think that's totally obtainable. So people can leave here today, start practicing. And in a month from now, we're going to be looking at the how she creates hashtag in one month. And you should be posting some awesome lettering stuff. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Including us, Lauren. Uh, We'll see. (laughs) Well, I'll try my best. (laughs) I think we can like learn how to write one word better. Yes. All right. That, that'll be my goal. I'm going to learn to write one word. I got to think of a really good word. (laughs) No, don't put so much pressure. It's always good if there's like too much pressure for something, just make the goal like as small as possible. So I think like one word is a decent enough goal. Okay. Maybe I'll do my last name because I used to have a really beautiful last name that I loved and then I got married and not that I don't love my new last name, but it's just not, my last name was so regal and fancy. And (laughs) so maybe I need to spend some quality time with my new last name. And but when I say new, I've been married for like almost seven years. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a great last name, though. It's got two O's. Two O's are so much fun to play with. Okay, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to work on my last name. So a month from now, you guys can look at my Instagram and I will share 
what my what my last name looks like written out. There we go. Accountability. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you guys want to learn more from our artists that we interviewed today, Kaylee is going to share with how you can connect with them. So we have everything in the show notes and we've got the links there again that we mentioned. We've got their websites, their social media, and we've also got a bunch of their art in the show notes. What I promised in the interview is that I would share a comparison between their handwriting and their lettering, which is so much fun to see the differences and the similarities. And then also in the show notes, we've got freebies by the three of them and they've each written beautiful hand-lettered quote that you can print and you can use that in your art or you can stick it up in your studio. And that's so inspiring and totally free so in other words what i'm saying is you need to check out the show notes because there's even more goodness over there and you can find that at howshecreates.com slash 004 004 so if you want to connect even more with our amazing artists from today you can visit christine's shop at christineheron.com and she has all kinds of printable hand-lettered cards and stamps for project life or for scrapbooking or for whatever you want to use them for um jasmine has hand-lettered a amazing pumpkin tea towel and it's currently available in anthropology's fall line which i think is everyone's dream is to be able to say they have something available in anthropology Uh, and it's available in the german anthropology as well Ooh, yeah totally ordered one for myself nice um and if you want to get better at lettering you can take jasmine's love your lettering class at bigpictureclasses.com yeah oh and jasmine has a december data kit this year <gasps> that's right it's beautiful yeah so if you want to have a lot of hand lettering in your december daily this year you should really go check that out links in the show notes absolutely thank you for listening to how she creates we would love to see how you create share with us on instagram using the hashtag how she creates If you love learning about creativity with us, please leave us a review and subscribe on iTunes. Grab your art supplies and we'll meet you back here next week for another episode of How She Creates.